Welcome to Anecdotes for Success with Matt and Paul. Storytelling is an art form, emphasizing the value and learning that is created through personal experience. Our purpose is to share these stories and experiences with the listener. Everyone has a powerful testimony. Let's use them to level up to our best life with truth, meaning, trade-offs, and perspective. Big shout out to Isaac Mather for the new podcast intro. You can check Isaac's music out on all socials or directly at IsaacMatherMusic.com. Matt, I haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, You've been gallivanting all. Yeah, exactly. Because you're gallivanting all over. Well, I was going to say you were, but I guess (laughs) I I guess it's my turn now, huh? Yeah, you know, it's it's the weird winter break our school has. I don't know why we just shut down for a week in the middle of the winter. But, uh, you know, coaching was done. And usually I'd be traveling around watching softball games. That's been kind of sad. So we, we just took a different spin on it with New Orleans and Biloxi and now Jacksonville. And then, oh. But I wanted, to, I wanted to touch base quick. How was your Super Bowl experience? Oh, it, I mean, it was neat. It was, it was as neat as you'd think in terms of it being – First Super Bowl in Las Vegas and just being a wild place, you know, and, and just a lot like a cool stuff. You know, they don't do anything. Super Bowl doesn't do anything, you know, halfway and neither does Las Vegas. So you combine the two of them and you get quite an experience. But I'll tell you, the game itself, I've said to many people, I'd much rather watch it at home. You know, it was the full of of. I'm sure great people, you know, the stands, but you, it was noticeable how little energy there was for the game itself. You know, the, you didn't have the average fan there, you know, you didn't have the people who really the, the people who are behind their team. And, you know, I mean, is the average fan going to afford a ticket to the Super Bowl? You know, um, I, I thought it was uh, lacking an energy and a, and a, a passion behind the, the teams, you know, and the game itself that – because I've been to so many football sporting events in my life. It's – I can't, couldn't – you know, between running arenas, I couldn't even count. But, you know, there's a passion in the game. Um, there it was, you know – and I was sitting next to two guys that were telling this story. This this is a little bit of maybe an anecdotal example, but I think it's kind of funny. I was a guest, you know, with, with Subway, but I was with – some other franchisees and and one of the guys to my life to my left was a French Canadian and the other guy to my right um is is well he lives he's out of Arizona he, he owns a bunch of restaurants there but he's from India originally and neither one of them had ever been to a football game before let alone a Super Bowl so I learned more about cricket I think than 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 anything which was fun it was it was great great guys like I enjoyed the heck out of it but I think you get a lot of people who, you know, were more there for the event, which is cool. And, um, and, um, not not your traditional fan. And that's just a, you you know, priced out of the fans, um, element, you know, it's, it's, it's not what it is. So that part was unique. Um, so anyway. Can you tell the story? About the, that gentleman? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I 
You I told me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you told me. And cause, cause we, we run across people all the time that think they can't have what they, they're aspiring for. Or Yeah. 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 He was an interesting, interesting story. He owns, I don't know. It's gotta be pushing 200 subways at this point. Great guy. Just as and smart as, as you'll, you know, you know why, but I was, I was saying, saying to Paul, I don't know, last week or whenever the other day, but he has a PhD in some sort of engineering or some sort of science. Okay. And, uh, I've known I've known him for got to be a couple of years now, and I mean just the hardest working person I've been with him. You know I went to when I went to the Masters he was there, and I didn't know this. I spent four days with him there. I didn't know this, and I've seen him at conferences and that kind of thing. And I always enjoy his company, and he's a good operator and good businessman. And and um, but I just found out while I was at the Super Bowl, not even from him. In fact, when I brought it up to him, he kind of gave me like. Oh yeah, I guess all shocks, but he's a PhD in it's it's engineering, but I think it's a specific type. But he invented for some company the curve TV, that curve that you get on a TV, and and you know he didn't get into it too much. Um, I think because he's a very positive person, he didn't want to say anything negative. But I think ultimately what happened is, you know. Number one, Paul, he realized he can invent the coolest things in the world and he's still not going to make any more money. He was he was getting paid. I think he said about a half million dollars a year or something like that. And. Um, he realized, though, like I talk all the time and, you know, I'm in a room full of these people. Like that, that it's not not only could he make way more money owning his own business, but he talked about the freedom he had to do it now. But that that said, so he 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 left that lifestyle and started working. He he went and co-owned a convenience store with another gentleman. He was telling me how he's mopping floors at two and three a.m. You know, on Friday, Saturday nights, and he's going. Oh yeah, I'll I'll never forget it. He's going. You know, was this worth it? Should I be doing this more or less? Should should I be should I be doing this? You know, was this the right move? But then saying. Well, this is my store. This is my life to build. I'm in charge now. You know, even though I'm up in a store at 2, 3 a.m., you know, and and presumably, although he didn't say so in so many words, not making a fraction of what he was making for whatever, you know, I don't know if he was working for Samsung or Zenith or who, where, where that technology came out of. But um, then he said, now here he is he's going i i i, I couldn't even you know i make so much more than what i made you know that five hundred thousand. now and i have the freedom and i have ownership and i have you know all these other things that go it was just you know one of those moments paul where i sometimes this morning's one of them where i go my gosh why do i do what i do with with you know some of the things that as a business owner as an entrepreneur you have to deal with and and you don't want to, but you do because that's what you signed up for. And that's part of, you know, it's part of your lifestyle. It's, it's who you have to become if you're going to do this. Um, and then you hear stories like that and it, you know, and it reminds you like, there's not a better option out there. You know, it, it may have less headaches. I, I, it, there's plenty out there with less headaches. Um, but, 
boy, does it miss in so many other important ways, not even the money part, but boy, does it miss in so many other ways. So it, it, it was super interesting and cool. And to hear someone who could have had a wonderful career in life doing that staying, my gosh, what I'm so glad I made that move. Um, just a cool story. What I like about it is he had a nine to five, or I don't know if you call something like that a nine to five, yeah. but you know that the standard nine to five, like career, nothing wrong with doing that. It, you did it. Yeah. Well, yours was like 24 seven. Yeah. yeah it's like a nine to nine. <laughs> I've done it. He did it. What's your exit ticket? Like at what point? Do you want to try to understand the perspective of not having that by doing something that you're going to you're in complete control of, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you eventually took the the jump. The jump for me was COVID. Even though I I still teach, I I don't call that your standard nine to five. I mean, you teach, you you get it. But yeah. as my wife and I are, we're on the final steps, finally all the hurdles to closing that commercial property. That's all we talk about. What we're going to do with it. And the yeah. funny thing. The funny thing at first, we talk about, gosh, what if this happens? Well, now we don't even talk about that. We just know we're going to make it happen. And that's yeah. the control. That's the control you, you have that, that you talk about and the fun and the freedom, right? 100%. We'll have days like you're having a day today. Yeah. Right? And it all gets balanced together. I, I, wanted, I, I just love that story. I wanted to shift gears about the gentleman I met in New Orleans at the French market. Yes, yes. Guys just pedaling, you know, he, he he's, I'm watching him, everybody that goes by, hey, you want to check out my book? Hey, you want to check out my book? And it blew my mind, the people that just walked by. So when I walked by, I mean, I would have anyways, I'm like, I absolutely, I absolutely want to check it out. He's like, yeah, I wrote it. It's, it's basically about my life in the hood or growing up in a rough area of, of town. I've changed some of the names, you know. I was incarcerated for seven years. That's when I started writing. Wow. And we get talking and talking. And I'm like, well, you need to come on this podcast, my friend and I have, you know. And I explained our stories. He was like, hell yeah, I want to come on your podcast. We did meet people like you. And But the interesting thing is when he wrote that, he had the, the confidence or the accountability to, to the consistency. He called it a trilogy. And he's only written the first book. Oh, wow. Really? So he's he's almost done with the second one. He's got them all named. But I, I you talk about holding yourself accountable. He's already mm. talking about his trilogy, but he, he's only published the first book. He I, says he, I, he's, he sells quite a few every day, but he's just out there a couple of days a week. You know how those markets work. You just got tables of vendors and vendors. And he sits there. And if it's slow, you see him typing away on his computer. Every time someone walks by, he pops up. And I don't know, 30 bucks, 40 bucks a pop, whatever I paid for it. He could be selling 100 bucks a day. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He's I mean, working, working on his social media. But I give it like, how cool is that to meet people? These people are all, these people are everywhere if you open your eyes. Like, yeah, right, right. Not not just owning hundreds of subways, but exactly. They're this, right. This guy might be the next well-known author. He, he might not be, but but it's his out too. Well, I mean, if he's selling 30 bucks a day and he's working, I'd hate to say he's working five days a week. Let's give him six. I, I feel like a guy like that's work working six days a week, you know. So 
if he's selling or six bucks a week times 52 weeks times 10 times 30. I mean, that's $93,000 a year. You know, I, I have no idea if that's what he's doing. I don't know. Maybe he's doing more. Maybe he's doing less. Maybe he's working more. Maybe he's just selling what he wants to to pay his rent. I have no idea, but. I have no idea either, but he, he it's really well, cool. But, but again, but again, you wouldn't be where you like. I always remember, I always used to ask people like, would you go back and change anything? The tempting answer is always to say yes to your younger self, but you wouldn't be where you were if you didn't have your experiences, right? Yeah, none of us would, right? Same with him. Yeah. I feel like that's the, the biggest loaded question that instead yeah. of instead of going back to change it, just realize, be grateful you changed. Yeah, you know, Paul, I think the only caveat I'd have to that is the one thing that I, I see in so many people it's this, um, gosh, I just saw something on this too recently, but this isn't, that didn't trigger this thought. I've been thinking, I've, I've noticed this for 20 years, maybe more, this idea that I'm going to wait till everything's perfect before I take action. And so the one caveat I have to that is people go, who go, I'm thinking of a couple people right now I've been working with for years who go, well, yeah, then I wouldn't change anything. So I'll just keep doing what I do. And then when I'm ready, I'll take action. Like the, there's a balance. I guess what I'm getting at is a balance between I wouldn't change anything and, oh, all the stars will align and tell me when it's time to take action. It's like, no, you take action now and then you figure it out. You you, you take action and then then things will align. Things don't align for anyone. Things things aren't ready for anyone. Like Paul, you could have done what everyone else did at COVID. Click, clicked on Netflix and you know popped a bottle of wine and 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 we were given a, an excuse not to do anything for the first time in our lives. So literally, society, the government was telling us stay home and do nothing. Now I didn't have that option because I had subways to keep you know from going bankrupt. But most people were told, yeah, you could your paycheck wasn't stopping, right? Right. Most people were given not only was a paycheck not stopping, they were given more money to, to do nothing. And what did most people do? Absolutely nothing. Right. Went backwards, went backwards. And you didn't. So 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 the, was it because the stars were aligned? No. Your, your situation did become better because of that. You just decided, hey, I'm, I'm, it's time for me to take action on these things. So I, I, when, you, when I say regret, the only regret I ever have, Paul, I didn't start sooner. That I didn't, I didn't have the gut. And that, that's, that wasn't because things aligned for me someday. It's because I didn't have the guts. It's because I was scared. It's because I was afraid. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't a case of all of a sudden things fell into place for me and whoops, now it was time to go. It was, I got sick of, of, of making the excuses and I got sick of playing the game of pretend of, well, next week or next month or next year, things will be better. And then I can do it. That's, that's my only caveat there. So, so there is a perfect time to start yesterday. Yeah, now. Yeah. Yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great point. Like, you wouldn't to trade your journey, but you wish you started it sooner. Exactly. You know, I was just having this convo. I still think education is one of the best professions to get into. 
Yeah. If if you want to do other things, because look at mm-hmm. the time I have. But yep. but what do most but what do most teachers do? Blow it. Waste it. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Especially it's, if they well, don't have kids. You're you're right. You know, like one, you know, sometimes it's easy to pick on education on some of these, but we're never pick picking on the educators ever, right. you know, or, or rarely. I mean, of course there's some, there's some bad educators, just like there's some bad police, just like there's some bad uh, business owners. You know what I mean? There's bad doctors, bad nurses. That, that That's not our objective. It never has been. It never will be. I'm sure we're not picking on the educator uh, at all, you know, at all. And, and, and virtually 99.99% of the time, I'm sure that's never our intent. It's the system we can, you know, we I'm sure we both look for improvement from. Um, but to your point, I, I look at a great opportunity. No, number one, there's safety and security in it, which we all want, even me. Right. You know, I mean, right. I that's that actually that's why I do what I do, because I think it is safer and more secure mm-hmm. that that's one of the driving forces. So but it gives safety, security. There is that opportunity for a, a pension. There is insurance. There is a plan that you can count on every week, right? When you're going to be there and when you're not, right? As far as being a teacher. So what does that provide you? A known canvas, a known, a known, a known opportunity that I can work from, I'll, I'll just say 4.30 to 9.30, Monday through Friday. That's five days a week. That's 24 hours a week. Plus, I have Saturday and Sunday. Not once in a while, but my entire life free to do these other things. Plus, I have the summers. Plus, I have X amount of 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 vacation days or whatever whatever we call them, um, holidays. Or, or you know, most people don't ha- don't have that kind of plan. And I'm not saying there aren't other things. And and, and but I'm just saying all in all. Again, my caveat to that will be. Me not starting till I was 25 gave me this perspective. If I came right in out of college, mm-hmm. you know, yep. there's like, you don't want to become institutionalized. Think about it. If you go to school and go to college, then teach, you've never been outside the institution yeah. and you don't so see true. it. Any, you don't see it any differently. I, I uh, so fair. So good. Such a good point. I almost was teachers weren't allowed to teach till they, worked for two years yeah one year i don't know what it is now they have summer jobs kids and you know but i just think you know one of our four pillars everything we've been talking about today is perspective perspective will wrap up perspective of being at the super bowl instead of watching it on tv Mm. perspective of a guy making half a mil a year to, to mopping floors, to owning hundreds of restaurants, right? Yep. Perspective of real world before teach. Perspective of COVID was the jumping board for some of us. Uh, perspective that you should have started yesterday. Perspective uh, from the gentleman who is writing the book, who's li- living a life was was in jail and not in jail. And I can't imagine. I I mean, you did say you, you did say that you think we're going to have him on, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll wait till Can't f- wait. it'll be sometime in the near future when, yeah. when I'm done traveling and you're done traveling. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, you know, you have to you have to have your journey. It's and and it's not gonna be perfect. But hey boy, you have to take that action at some point. You do, you do. And regardless we'll, of what it leads to, because 
that's going to give you, it's going to give you so much. And, 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 you know, gosh, the people, you know, I know people are, are scared of that stuff, but boy, you hear about it all the time. You know, I, there's always that on your deathbed, what are you going to miss? And, you know, the, there's always that, well, it's not going to be the money or the working for someone or the hard work. And, and I, I get that there's truth to that, but it's generally the things you didn't, chances you didn't take and the opportunities you didn't do. And again, I think that sends the wrong message as well. It's like, okay, so don't, don't work then. You're right. You're not going to miss, you're not going to think about work. You're going to, you're going to think about, you wish you had more time with your family. Okay. Quit your job and just go spend time with your family and have fun all the time. You're 20 years old. Go do that. See what life looks like in about, in about six months when you can't pay your bills, right. when you have no income, when you have no meaning, when you have no purpose, go, go look. So, so that I hate that message too. It's, it's so one side, it lacks perspective. It's the same thing when young kids are smoking, you're like, oh, you're going to die from something someday anyways. Uh, yeah, I understand that, but, but there's, there's a falseness to that. So exactly. Hey, so people get anything out of today it's the perfect time is yesterday i mean now of course yeah but 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 you're already too late it's already or not too not too late but you're already behind so get going already behind you're already behind uh hey if you didn't get a chance dr phil was on the joe rogan show yeah i heard i watched or i listened to it when i was driving up to water time okay yeah i was saying i just finished it i just finished it on my morning walk today there were a lot of neat things about perspective in there. Weren't there? Yeah. Weren't there? Yeah. Yeah. It was a oh. good episode. All right, man. Hey, till next time. We'll see you. All right. See ya.